I don't know if we can insist that you tell me you love me, um, but you're going to sit, you're going to listen and get to understand how people get affected um, by racial slurs, especially when you use the K-word. And if you listen uh, to our news bulletin and the previous conversation, we played the clip, uh, we played the conversation or, or what was tweeted uh, and sent by Adam uh, Katsavelos. I'm still wondering who sent the video. Um, because, you know, sometimes we record these things, you're thinking it's private and until somebody gets hold of it and feels uncomfortable and then shares it with the entire world and, um, you know, tweets later, uh, Facebook messages later, uh, Instagram messages later, we have this challenge now. Adam uh, Katsavelos uh, has remained... Um, the number one trending topic throughout uh, from yesterday and today still now in the video he uses the k-word while celebrating the fact the fact that uh, there are no black people um, at the beach where he's at and uh, it's now been discovered that it's greece and uh, soon after the video was posted um, twitter attacked him and uh, his home address his company um, where he works and his cell phone number his businesses uh, are now dealt with is this really really worth it and uh, do we ever think on how these things impact on our lives 702 and netbank um, talked about uh, a competition that he entered uh, in 2014 and they've since distanced themselves um, that he does not he has no association to them he just simply entered a business program and uh, he was accelerated then and people are now calling for if uh, netbank is supporting his business then they should withdraw and that would mean the entire family business is being affected that would mean the employees within that business are going to be affected and to help us uh, just uh, connect to this we remember the penny sparrow case the vicky mumbek um, uh, case and now it's adam uh, do we ever take a step back and just think before you hit that send button um, you before you even record uh, that is that message appropriate and are you going to suffer the consequences and will you be able to stay for the consequences and uh, joining us uh, on the line right now and thank you so much uh, Terry for for just being that voice of reason as we find each other as we find ourselves uh, Terry Oakley Smith is founder and director of uh, diversity good afternoon and welcome Good afternoon, and thank you so much for having me, Chris Elder. Now, yet another family put through unnecessary hell is what mm. I regard this as. And uh, are we comprehending um, the reality of uh, racism in South Africa? You know, I don't think we are, and I certainly don't think as white people we are. I don't think we have any real understanding of the pain caused by racism. We think it's the same as, you know, any old insult, basically. Mm. But because it has nev never happened to us, we don't get how painful it is to the person on the receiving end. You know, you hear things like, oh, that wasn't my intention. I didn't mean to be racist. But what we have to understand is it's not about our intention or what we meant. It's about how the person on the receiving end receives it and yeah. what they feel. That's what's very important. And, and you know, the unfortunate reality is uh, people around this family, um, uh, the Casavelos uh, family, mm. people are saying, but this is a good family. These are people we associate with. Uh, and, and when you... 
The question that I'd like to ask you is when one has been a racist all their lives and they don't see anything wrong uh, with racial slurs, can they simply just change without a structured behavioral change intervention? Because, you know, all of us would say um, that, you know, just change, stop doing this. Is it that easy? No, I mean, I think, first of all, that, you know, it doesn't matter how lovely the family is in the views of other people and how wonderful and kind and everything else. Mm. Um, racism goes back very far in, in us as, as um, white South Africans. And sometimes it's overt as well as overt. Yeah. It can be unintentional as mm. well as intentional. So I think the first thing is to actually acknowledge it. Um, and stage where so many of us Terry, you, you're using a, a smartphone and uh, it, it's competing with your cheek there. <laughs> if you can just oh, I, I don't know what you do but um, you know with I'm smartphones. I'm actually at Constitution Hill with a group Whoa. of people talking about race. Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> Please add this Sorry. particular topic as well. It's much better, yes. Okay. Now I, I think that, you know, it's because it's all of these things that we really need to begin to acknowledge what our pa- I mean, it's ridiculous after all these years, mm. but we need to acknowledge what our past has done to us. And the fact is that South Africans, on the whole, just don't know each other. Mm. I mean, if you genuinely inquire, the, the sort of percentage of even friendships across the races is p- pitifully small. It's something that... So that means that... You know, we don't relate on a personal level to people of other races. So for white people, that means generally that the only black people we really talk to are people that work in our homes, our helpers, or possibly in the garden, the men that garden for us. And so we don't have any way of really understanding or knowing. And because Mm. there's power relations involved, and we're in the powerful position and they're not, it's very difficult to move away from the uh, positions we, we've all had for so many years. So maybe, and, so maybe Adam's um, story gives us uh, an in. Uh, you know, we reference to uh, Penny Sparrow, uh, Vicky Mombeg, yes. and and Adam. Maybe this gives us an in 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 getting white South Africans to just take a step back and get to understand exactly. when you use the K word. It's insulting and it's hateful for black Africans. Let's take a break. When we return, I'd like us to just craft a way. How do we ensure that it's not just a word? It's not just, uh, you know, saying the K word. But how do we then internalize the message behind it? Hashtag SAFM Lifetime. It's a very good afternoon and asking you to give us a call uh, right now as we have this conversation and uh, uh, just uh, understanding the impact uh, racism has in one's business, one's family, uh, one's work environment and, and just taking a deeper um, uh, you know, understanding uh, as opposed to just tweeting and Facebooking. What do we do from here? Uh, we have a challenge and uh, we don't seem to be finding one another. And one thing that we are aware of as, as well, Penny, as you respond to the question I asked before we took a break, is that some, I mean, individuals like yourself who are saying as white people, we're doing this and, and we're not, uh, you know, connecting to how we're impacting and affecting people. You get ostracized, you get called names, you get, uh, you get labeled. 
Absolutely. And I think it's the point that you made, uh, Griselda, just before the break, was that, you know, we maybe think it's insulting to use the K-word. What we don't realize is it's profoundly painful and hurtful for the person on the receiving end. So we need to begin, we should have started long ago, to create an environment where people can actually learn about each other and about issues to do with race and also gender. I think it needs to start in school. Mm. Well, it needs to start in the family, but it certainly should be part of the school curriculum. Um, And it should be part of the discussions that are had in schools and taught in schools. And then obviously in universities. And then the very, very real place where these kind of conversations can happen and where the learning can take place is obviously in the workplace. Because sometimes, especially for South Africans of an older generation who are not at school, the workplace is the one place where they do have exposure to people who are different from them. Mm. And so opportunity should be seized. I mean, I know there's been a lot done in terms of um, the Equality Court, which is used far too far too rarely in my view and we now have the hate speech bill which is which has been used for the first time in the vicky momberg case so there are you know punitive measures but i think we need to also look at educational me- uh, measures mm. we need to look at setting up dialogues conversations yeah. actually teaching um teaching white south africans about what racism is how it makes people feel what is racism what it you know, and what, what, what can be done if people feel after all this time and all this publicity that they can still use the K-word. Now, I mean, what kind of a wonderful family oh. do you come from if you feel it's okay to That's use it. that word in this day and age? And, and, Where and, did this person hear this word first? And unfortunately, the reality is he knows. He knows it's wrong. Of course. He knows it's wrong. That's why he's bragging about it. But some white South Africans are tired of this um, and, and they want better for South Africa. So how do we elevate that voice more? Yeah, I mean, I think that, that there are white South Africans who feel deeply ashamed of being white South Africans because of people like Adam. Um, and I think it's that's why it's important to get us together, to get South Africans together, because I, I know for me, um, it's very important not to talk to black South Africans. They know about race, mm. but to talk to white South Africans and to help them issues of race um, through education, through dialogue, through workshops, um, to actually have the difficult conversations. I mean, you hear white saying something like, oh, come on, why are you always dwelling in the past? Time to move on. With no sense of what the lived experience is for black people in South Africa, still 24 years after democracy. So we, we need to take it upon ourselves to educate one another and to, and to really make um, all of us aware of the deep pain um, caused by racism of any kind. All right, let's take calls uh, 0891-104-207. Also inviting you to join us via social media. We are on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio and hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And you can also SMS us on 40938. SMS is charged at 150 per SMS. And uh, or you can also send us a WhatsApp voice note on 0614 104107. And I'm um, 
humbly requesting we understand that uh, uh, this particular conversation is igniting a whole lot of emotions. If you can just write what it is that you would like to say down, um, because we only have five minutes um, to reflect. And uh, let's start with Kalala in Cape Town. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Krasada and your guests. Uh, Krasada, uh, my input is this first. It must first start with the victim. The victim, that means the African, the one who thinks they're being racist to him. Like me, like you, who's being hurt, we must first start by ourselves. Like, to be first grateful to who we are. Are we really happy of being black? That is one question. So if ourselves we can examine and we see that we are comfortable of being black, we take it as a privilege because the one who created us black did not Mm. run out of color to paint us white or red. That is the first thing. And the second second thing would be, if you know well that this person hurt me or is using this speech to hurt me, don't show him that you are hurt. Because if you show him that you are hurt, then he got what he wanted, like this gentleman. He could talk this but how does to, he learn then, Kalala? How will yes, he ever learn that it's wrong? That's where I'm going with you now. Let me go with you. The battle must start first individually, among ourselves, among ourselves. I don't know if you know this saying that say, the taxi had an accident, nine people and one Shangan. You know that saying? Yeah, but, but thank you. It, it, thank it, you very much like for your contribution. It's like a job. Yeah. I, I know that. Um, thank you. Thank you very much uh, for that contribution. And I guess, you know, we need, I, I, I get your point that what, what is it that upsets me? When you call me a monkey and I don't have a, a, a tail and, and hair, what, uh, what is it that upsets me? But sometimes, I mean, when you're doing it deliberately and over and over again, it is um, uh, upsetting. Let's go to Bongosi in Cape Town. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Uh, I think we need to to teach our our our, our especially the, the the people who work on the private uh, sector about this uh, racism. This happens every day at workplaces. Uh, let me tell you my little story from last from Monday. Uh, I was in Joburg uh, Monday, Mrs. Kasada. Uh, uh, this day, the guy on the company works for. He's still he's, he's still young. He's on, he's on the t- early thirties. He's a white man. Uh, I've been told while I started in the company that uh, I must be patient with him because he always uses the the the, the wrong words when he talk to the when he talk to the workers. I try I try see, to to avoid him mm-hmm. in these three months because I'm only three months in the company. Yeah. But it happens yesterday. It happens Monday. This Monday, I, I caught up with him. He called me on his office. And then, uh, Chris that you won't believe what he says to me. Mm. The first mouth he opened with me, he says, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call the the name he called." He says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna f you if I want, but I'm not going to do it because mm, I want you to know me." Uh, Chris Adda, he, he repeated three times that word. Bongikos, are you willing to challenge him? Are, are no, you willing? Are you willing to allow us to to challenge him? 
exactly Christopher. All right, I'm, I'm going to let me finish my story. Yeah, let but time is no longer on our side. You'll finish the story when we challenge him. Liseko uh, has your number. And we are going to challenge him. We are going to get him live on air to talk about the things that he says uh, to your fellow colleagues. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's really, it is time that we root out um, all these isms. And, and when we root them out straight from the root, uh, only then we'll get to a different place as South Africans. And thank you so much to everyone else who's holding. Um, we have to take a news break and uh, we'll continue this conversation straight after the news break. And Utsi uh, Lesaku. Uh, Call Chris Selda now, 0891-104-207. All right, taking your messages right now on Twitter, Nikelo Mabandla says, people like Adam Casavelos uh, thrive in South Africa um, because there's never much consequence in their actions. We get en- en- enraged, we tweet a storm and then forget and they can ride it all out. And uh, we're taking your messages and uh, taking your calls on 0891-104-207. WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And you can also join us on Twitter at SAFM Radio. And uh, we're both on Twitter and Facebook, hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And uh, taking your messages on 40938. And SMS uh, is uh, charged 150 uh, per SMS. All right, let's take uh, your um questions for Terry Oakley-Smith who is a guest founder and director of uh, Diversity. Colin in Cape Town, good afternoon. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Good afternoon to your guest. You know, I'm not a prophet. I'm not a prophet, but I was, I hit the nail on the head. I said to my son-in-law the other day, Mm. uh, two days ago, I said, you get this Terry Oakley coming on, on the radio about this monkey case. Because whenever there is a racist remark uh, from a white person to a black, you can bet your dollar that she'll be on the radio and talking about the past and the past. We all know racism is not a good thing. We all know. But it's getting so boring with Terry Oakley now. She looks for opportunity for anybody but Colin, uh, say something wrong. Colin, okay, Colin, actually, I'm, I'm going to switch the radio off whenever I hear her talk because uh, when, Colin, when politicians get racist, malignant, Terry Oakley never ever comes. Colin, on the radio. Colin, you like, also have to. I, I mean, this is a conversation. It, it's 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 talk radio. You're not going to call in and speak on your own. We called Terry. Uh, Terry did not phone SAFM and said please, can I be on air? She did not post that video, Adam's video. I would like to hear from you that from when Adam says this. It's I, wrong. I just said So say that, rather. Say that than be angry and tell you. Put my lemma lemma on the radio when he's racist. We do that. We do Uh that. We do that. Not as much as what Terry Oakley talks about. She's always talking about the past, the past, the past. But are you aware that her company is about diversity? I worked 45 years and I enjoyed working with my black fellow workers. We had fun at work. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. But this is getting out of hand and this is causing a hate. So what's your response response to Adam? It's wrong. It's wrong what he did. I just said you are hated. but how do we fix it? Because there are if, many like if, him. If, if Terry Oakley lives for another 50 years old. Uh, I'm asking you, not yes. Terry. Uh, how do we fix, how do we, uh, how do we help people like Adam to, to be rehabilitated? You cannot rehabilitate half of the people. 
say it out of anger. Oh, so you now, would now say it? If you, you that smashing grateful arguments like Momberg, she said that out of so she was so no upset. Does Wouldn't that make it right, Colin? Smashed you like that? Does that and make it right because it's said out of anger? Thank you very much. You haven't responded to my question. Does that make it right because you said it out of anger? All right, let's uh, move right along. Romeo, you're joining us from KZN. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, my sister, and to your guest this afternoon. Good afternoon. We have problems. What's your take? Okay. Um, mine is just sort of like a suggestion. I think uh, we still have got a lot of many people. We hate each other so much. And I believe that maybe workshops and education um, in race relations is needed so that um, we keep on maintaining um, loving one another. Mm. Look at this man when he used all these K-Ways. He was outside the country. How does those people, where he was, view South African, more especially to the indigenous people, to the black people? I mean, it is wrong. Well, they don't care. So I would want you to suggest that education, I think, is very important. It will help from generation to generation. There are those who does not understand um, when we talk about apartheid, how bad it was. Mm. And after apartheid, um, uh, uh, democracy that is all of us as races that we are enjoying. And I wouldn't like also, even if this man has used all these kind of words, for such things to affect his kids, um, for it possible to, 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 to the wife. I mean, he's an individual who took his own uh, ideas of trying to do such a thing like that. Let him face the music, being alone, not affected the, the children. I think sure. if we can take that stance, and dealing with the one an individual rather not to deal with the family. Yeah. I think that besides, let us have the white community first to condemn uh, what he did before the blacks condemned. And then later on, the blacks follow. Thank you, Romeo. Uh, so to, to their colleagues, uh, their counterparts. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much uh, for that contribution. Vusitem Begwayo uh, on Twitter says, uh, on this issue, we have the power. Boycott the companies that support his business. Write to his kids' school for suspension. His gym membership must be cancelled. His bank where his house is financed. We have to move. Um, we have to move the action from our thumbs on Twitter to real world. And uh, on, on some of your SMSs, Mabojo says, the K word is used often um, by white Africaners among themselves uh, when they refer to blacks unfortunately they say it in in public um especially when they are emotional as uh head uh, from the previous caller and uh, d says do you think racism only comes from uh, the side of whites are black people also not racist that's a question for you terry okay, okay. um well first of all i think that in south africa and we're talking about south africa racism is fundamentally about white people on black people because it's about power relations and the power relations are still very much in favor of white people in south africa um and i think that you know your your first caller made such an interesting point griselda about um black people and being proud of themselves he was talking rather in the same light as, as steve beaker 
I think that's very important. But I think just as important is us as white South Africans standing up and saying, this guy does not speak for us. This guy, Adam, um, is, is not what I want to be associated with. And actually talking to one another um, as fellow white South Africans um, about the pain and damage that this kind of casual seeming racism can do. And I think there needs to be accountability. There need to be consequences for him, whatever the consequences are. And we've heard quite a few good suggestions mm. from your last call. Yeah. Um, and then for, for his children and for children's children, there needs to be ongoing kinds of education. It's hard as a white South African to speak about these things, Griselda, mm. whatever that other caller seems to think that I take some sort of delight in it. It's a very painful issue. I feel deeply ashamed of being white when I talk about these things. But unless we talk about them, unless we make one another aware of them, it's going to go on and on. So accountability, hate speech bill, punishment, all of those things must happen together with deep down education and communication. And Tom Eaton on Twitter says, uh, white people who ask, why must everything be about race? Why oh. can't we just move on? Um, and, and Adam uh, Gonzalez is your answer. Uh, Katsavelos is your answer. He's young. He's a racist mm. and still being taught. Uh, racism is still ta- being taught uh, to children. Uh, the racists aren't moving on. So why should no. let people move on? Exactly. And, you know, I hear that so often um, in my work, Griselda, but only from white people. This thing about, come on, let's move on. Why are we stuck in the past? You know, we have to deal with these issues. We can't move on if we're still racist, if we're still teaching our children to be racist, if there's no accountability for racist behavior. How can we possibly move on? How can we possibly move on? So how how do we move on from this conversation? Well, I, I think from this conversation, the various people that have called in and tweeted and sent WhatsApps and so on, we actually need to, there needs to be some sort of action. Somebody needs to go um, and lay a charge with the Human Rights Commission or the Equality Court so that uh, when Adam returns, if he does return, um, he, he, is, he is actually... He actually has to take the the consequences of what he said, um, and they must follow some legal action. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think in our own spaces, we it might be tiring for some white people to hear this over and over again, but we have to keep saying it and we have to keep dealing with it, because just as some people, white people, are tired of hearing about it, black people are in great pain uh, and hurt when they hear these words over and over again. Can you imagine being a domestic worker, a gardener of a person who behaves like this? And yeah, thank you, Terry. Thank you very much for your voice. May it never be silenced and may you never feel the pressure um, to be silenced. You are a very important ingredient in getting South Africa to the next level where we can all be proud um, as South Africans. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, Terry Oakley-Smith, uh, founder and director of uh, Diversity, a change management um, uh, organization, change management uh, consultancy. And uh, we are going to be hearing from Temba Mkiza saying in a piece as we prepare ourselves for words of wisdom.